There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Jamokes, welcome in to the Josh Ennis Show. It is Josh, it is Scott, it is Coach. It is Monday. I have no idea what happened over the weekend. All I know is Scott walked in and said, I can't laugh. My chest hurts too much from yakking this weekend. (laughs) I got the flu. What happened? Oh, that's what it was. You got the Bush Light flu, the, the Coors Light flu, the Coors Light flu. It's called American Honey. Yeah, that's really the culprit. There. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So we went on a uh, party bus to go see Christmas lights. Friends that actually like, sounds like a great time oh, getting was. hammered was, on a party bus looking at Christmas lights. They called last minute. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, so we jumped in. There was probably 10, 12 of us, and. Uh, we go down to down by Six Flags down there. Mm-hmm. I can hear Eureka. Yeah, hit the hit the holiday lights, and you know we're partaking, having a good time. Go on over to Helen Fitzgerald's and catch Platinum Rock Legends, and things went sideways. I kind of <laughs> said, uh, I looked at Marlon, I said, you know, I'm not doing so hot right now, and go back on the bus, and I kind of had my head down a little oh, bit. Oh boy! And I started spinning, and that's when I knew I was in trouble. It was going downhill. To my point about how I don't think I do alcohol right, or maybe I've now developed a problem, I never feel drunk. And I might have had like 18 beers yesterday watching football. Now, granted, it was Coors Light. It wasn't the heaviest stuff in the world. That's all I was drinking was a Coors Light, but I had like five American Honeys and some other stuff. Now, see, I other can do stuff. that. Well, yeah, we know, like, well you know, you're a legit alcoholic. Right. I mean, so the, <laughs> the 18 Coors Light, not the American Honey. I can't do that anymore. What else did you add, Scott? Well, you know, yeah. the typical. The, the typical. little reefer, you know. <laughs> I think that might have been what got me, too. Was it? Got a little dizzy or something. I don't know. I just feel like a degenerate. I need to quit drinking and just get my life together. I, don't I got think... four songs to write. I'm not going to do it doing this <laughs> Actually, one. you need to do more to write those songs. I found two other musicians, though, and a piano player. Now you're going to have to start paying these people. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait, where did you find a piano player? At the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember his or her name? Yeah, it's Steve. I've known Steve forever. We were talking. He's like, man, I got all this stuff, and I'm having trouble finishing. I said, me too. We should get together and see what we put together. So we're getting together this week. I want to have four songs before you know it, and then you're going to be like, this may be legitimate. I'm not going to because I don't believe that's going to happen. As long as I can stay off the sauce, I'll be good. No, maybe you need to dive into, like, psychedelics. No, I don't. Open up your mind a little bit. Come on. What did Pink Floyd do? What did the Beatles do? Exactly. You could could open up your mind with acid or something like that. Before you know it, you're spitting out ten songs. Been there, done that. You got a double album. You're going to have a double album if you try that. (laughs) You you would really, uh, (laughs) would you believe me if I came in with 18 great songs. <laughs> and how I did it. And I'll well, be like, the, the peyote was fantastic. <laughs> Side two is nothing but peyote. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome in to Monday in St. Louis. We got a lot to do today. My keyboard player played this. Oh, did he? <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Maybe we can cover this. I got uh, keys, man. <laughs> I'm excited. Edward Van Halen is in my band. It's great. <laughs> 
Is this a keytar? <laughs> no, just a legit key, uh, keyboard, I think. Go ahead and drink your Gator Light. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> Jump on Cation. That's Frankenstein. Edgar Winter Group, Josh in his show. What's going on, Josh, Scott, and Coach? Glad you're with us. There was a guy who uh, came up to us at the Blood Drive on Friday and gave us a bunch of CDs. Let me tell you, people like to talk. Yeah, they do. Like, I was thinking, you know, I'll, I'll get to these CDs in a second from this band called, um, what are they called, the Wild Feathers? Is yeah. That what they're called? And they're a legit band, and the guy's like, oh, you'll love it. They're like the Eagles. And I'm like, all right, I'll listen to some of it and see if it's any good. They've been around a while. But back to the woman who showed us the picture of her husband's rotting toes. Oh, what? Oh, you didn't hear about this, Coach? No. It was fascinating. So okay. um, this woman showed up at the blood drive, and this is going to sound bizarre. But this woman showed up at the blood drive. Her husband had intended to donate blood. However, he couldn't donate blood because he had to go to the hospital that morning and have two toes amputated. Mm. Now, why did he have to have two toes amputated? Well, that's a story in and of itself. It's because he tried to take off a callus with a buck knife. Oh, no. It got infected, and he had to have two toes removed. And as it turns out, he also has the betas. Well, this woman was still hell-bent on getting her KC95 Impact Life Winter Blood Drive t-shirt. It was a must. So she showed up on Friday lobbying to get a t-shirt despite the fact nobody could give blood. And as the people who were running the, the blood drive said, look, no blood, huh? No blood, no shirt. <laughs> no part. No shirt. But she would not be deterred. She said, no, but my husband had two toes lopped off this morning. And then she felt like somehow I could help. So she comes over, and me and Scott are sitting at this table doing the show. And this woman pulls out her cell phone and shows us two just horrific rotting toes on her husband's foot. Yeah. See, you're lucky you're blind sometimes, Coach. Uh, yeah, you're not kidding. And my advice to her would have been... Well, why don't you get blood? See, that's a very good point. I don't I mean, know why. Maybe she had an issue of some sort. I guess. I'm going to guess a lot of our listeners have some issue of some point that might just... <laughs> they never tell you how much blood they can actually use of these people. If they took mine right now, it'd be a pint of American honey. That's what it would be. <laughs> it would just come out like honey. It's moving really slow. <laughs> I'm all clogged up. <laughs> it's like sap running down a tree. Like the trunk of a tree. Uh, but yeah, it does fascinate me because I was thinking about this again over the weekend with this woman. I'm like, it's cool that people want to meet you and talk with you. They see you as someone that's somewhat important. They see you as someone who is on the radio station they love. Some actually like you. Some just tolerate you because they don't know how to turn the radio. Either way, it's nice that people want to talk to you. But, like, if I met Mike Shannon, which I did once or twice, and talked to him for a brief moment, I'm looking for people that I idolize here. Mike Shannon, Jack Buck, whatever. Like, when I was in the elevator with Jack Buck that one time I met him when I was 14, if I would have started pulling out my phone and showing Jack Buck every single picture that's in this phone, at some point you would think Jack Buck would be like, listen, bud, I gotta go. You would think, like, I, I I don't know why these thoughts cross people's minds is all I'm saying. Love the people. But, like, I don't know. It's like we have a special breed of listener that feels they need to tell you their entire life story in this time that they get to meet you. Some do it in, like, two minutes. 
Others will talk to you for an hour. Well, I'll start at birth. Um, I'm from originally from Paducah, Kentucky. It was a cold day. In, it was an unseasonably cold September day in 1952 in Paducah, Kentucky. Here's a picture of me when I was a baby. Like, I can never, like, I couldn't do that. Like, I would love to, there's a lot of people I'd love to meet, shake their hands, say, hey, I'm a big fan, you're awesome, whatever. But I would never want to, like, I'll use the word impose. Like, I think sometimes we have listeners that don't read the room very well. Like, they don't take social cues very well. Is that fair? That's like, very fair. we have to go on the air? <laughs> like, hey, I got to talk yeah. here. And that's the cue. Like, hey, it was nice talking with you. But instead, you go on the air, and then when you're done and you put your headphones down. They come right back. Up. All right. Let me go to 1953 now. I was one. <laughs> and they start I'm like, I'm fascinated by it. And then to top it off, you get this woman showing us the rotting toes of her husband. I don't know. It's fascinating. I love our listeners. They're good people. I'm glad that they're there. I hope there's many more of them and we get to number one and it's awesome. It's just weird to me that people don't have this governor in their mind or this like this, this cue that tells them, you know what? Maybe these people don't want to have our number two of this conversation about my life. That's all. It's fair. And then they come over and just touch coach because they never met a blind before. Oh, my God. It happens all the time. Yeah. Where do they touch you? Oh, <laughs> you goes, don't want to know. Oh, <laughs> oh. But I can't. Uh, that That is a first. I've never heard of somebody just randomly walking up and saying, here, look. Rotting toes. This is what happened to my husband. Look at this. But it did. All right. So, Coach, Ugh. she actually brought one of them with her. We wanted to have you feel it today. Yeah. I'm good. Here, thank grab you. this. It's like a rabbit's foot. Grab no, this. No, thank you. It's good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it's good luck. We made you a keychain. Hey, listen, all right. It's going to guarantee the Cardinals win the World Series. <laughs> no. It's our, it won't. It's our lucky diabetic Jamoke's foot. Toe. I, I did have a question. Yeah. So... If the Broncos could win the Super Bowl, it said plus one two five zero zero twelve thousand five hundred. Yeah. So if I put a hundred bucks on that, what would that be? Twelve thousand five hundred dollars. Really? Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm gonna do it. All right. Well, we'll get into that. Okay. Because I want to bang on the Chiefs Sorry. too. Because I hate uh, I hate the Chiefs with a passion, and I know the coach loves them with a passion. And they're losers, and I enjoy watching them lose. <laughs> yeah, but I'll be honest with you, I'm not real happy with them either right now. Well, uh, yeah, because you're a front runner. You're a whole. You're a front no, runner. No, it's not that. It's the way Mr. Mahomes acted after the game. Well, we'll get into all that. And if you want to send us dirty feet pictures, you can. <laughs> oh, God, please. Coach is a creep at ymail.com. Yeah. <laughs> G95 from Theater of Pain, Motley Crue, one of the ultimate. Hair metal power ballads. Home sweet home. Josh in a show. Let me tell you, things have gotten a little bit dramatic in the uh, the AFC West now that Coach's team has decided they're bad at football. Uh, and suddenly uh, Scott's team is like, hey, we're decent at football. Boy, they're uh, right there. I mean, look, they're, they're on the, the cusp of the playoffs. Now, you know that I like to talk about gambling. I had a dreadful gambling day yesterday. When we, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys a little story. So on Friday, when we were sitting there at the blood drive, I made a bet on a parlay on European, like Czechoslovakian uh, hockey. Yeah. And I needed basically three different teams to score an empty net goal at the end of the game. Bet $100 on it to win 1000 and that hit. So I won $1,000. It actually hit. Yes, that's yeah. gonna say that's gotta be. Yeah, I mean, it's, but it's easy because uh, you wait until the last minute. You know a team is gonna pull a goalie, so you hope that team scores. 
So I won like $1,000. But I never take money out because I'm horrible. It's like I want to lose. I don't know why. It's That's my my issue in life. It's like I want to lose. So I had about a 900 bucks to use yesterday to bet on these games. So I put in a bunch of random stuff. Passing yardage overs here, parlays, all this. I started with 900 and I ended the day with $100. Oh, I had a dreadful day. Wow. Well, now, at least it was you were playing with their money. Essentially, yes, but it could have also just been my money it had could've. I said, hey, I'm going to take this out like somebody with a brain. But I never do that. It's you like I to want set a to limit. Lose. You got to set a limit. Because well, you could have bet 400 and you still would have had 500. I know that, but it's like I thought to myself, hey, worst case, I hit a couple of them, maybe break even, maybe I'm down a couple hundred. I did not anticipate only one thing out of like 11 bets hitting. Now, in my defense, I had a couple of bad breaks. Like I needed 500 passing yards combined between Russ Wilson. Uh, they played with the uh, Chargers yesterday. Yeah, Chargers. Uh, it was Russ Wilson uh -huh. and Herbert. Well, Herbert got hurt. Yeah, we have him on our fantasy team. He got us two points. That Well, yeah. he would have easily thrown for at least 250 in that game because this guy Easton Stick came in and threw for 200. So that game would have easily hit that. But it didn't because he got hurt, so it didn't hit. Uh, I had one where I had all the hockey teams to score at least one goal. Missed it by one damn team. Like, I had a bunch that were close, you know, that I had... The Bills, uh, Josh Allen to throw for his yards. He missed it by a handful. There were so many things that damn near hit. It was a disastrous day for me yesterday. And I will recover. It may take a while because my heart hurts. That said, I'm back up on the old horse today, and we got a parlay in for Monday Night Football, so we're ready to go. What's There's the two games. Tonight? I got to look it up, but I know it includes Tyreek Hill scoring a touchdown and Raheem Mostert scoring a touchdown. Actually, I know what it is. So it's those two guys to score touchdowns, and then... Uh, let's see. Uh, Love, the quarterback of uh, the Packers. So it's yeah. Love, Will Levis, and Tommy DeVito to each throw for 200-plus yards. And if that parlay hits, that's like a plus 2,000 parlay. Not going to hit probably, but I just wanted to have something to watch. I got issues. <laughs> I got issues, and I'm aware. I drank 20 beers yesterday and gambled. I am truly... Like a walking disaster of a human. I mean, we're all, we all belong in the room together. I'll tell you that much right There's now. Because no I am a degenerate myself. You know, I'm thinking, I just don't gamble. I'm thinking about relaunching my podcast, as we've discussed. Yeah. And I was looking for a name that, like, adequately described what the podcast would be. Because Tommy says, hey, do it about something you like. What do you like? I'm like, well, I like... I like betting, I like beer, I like trying to make barbecue, I like sports a little bit, you know? So I was thinking about calling it Beer, Balls, and Barbecue would be the name of the pie. It, shows, it tells you everything I like. Now, balls could be a bit misleading. Yeah. Um, <laughs> coaches' balls are the only ones I have eyes for. Oh, of course. <laughs> and hands as well. <laughs> but uh, they don't oh, have to know about that. They don't have to know. Oh, he can't laugh because he's been throwing up all day. Was it the I yellow know. kind? No. It, it wasn't was, bile? It was, no, it was clear. Oh. Some shredded chicken in there. <laughs> <laughs> a casadilla. A casadilla. <laughs> chunks of a casadilla <laughs> in there. Marla made some marry me chicken and we had some leftovers before we went out. Maybe you guys should just be part of my podcast when I relaunch it. Sure. We can really get wild on there. On here, we got limitations. You know, like we can't drink mayonnaise on the air and all that on here. Right. But on a podcast, I, maybe we could. I'll go ask John Kowski right now. I'll go say, hey, if we do a podcast, can I drink alcohol on the podcast? And he'd probably say, sure. I don't think you can in the building is what we were told. Well, not in the studio. I don't know. I'll find out. If not, we'll set we'll up do a it in the hallway. Yeah, we'll do it in the hallway. <laughs> but maybe that way, people would listen to that podcast. Just three like legit degenerates. One of which who has 
no eyes of which to speak. I mean, we've got angles. <laughs> oh, he's here. got eyes, just no cones. That's true. Yeah. No he's cones. Coneless. The no cone zone. The coach <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, actually. You're tuned into the No Cone good. Zone. And I'm your I'm your host, Coach, taking all your calls, but I can't figure out how to turn on the phone. <laughs> These damn phones don't work at all. KG95, Josh Ennis Show, The Money Man, two tickets to paradise. Josh and Scott and Coach. So um, Scott continues to ask questions about gambling because while I'm not great at it, I know a good bit about it. And I am the, uh, the resident degenerate in here. <laughs> so you just asked me, because the, the Broncos, your team, they're plus 12,500 to win the Super Bowl. So yeah. if you bet $100. And I know that's a, that's a really not a good bet, probably. Probably not. I mean, plus 12,500 is a very long shot, my friend. But. It could happen. But it, look, the AFC kind of stinks. I mean, I mean, who knows? I mean, I would have thought when they were one and six or one and five, whatever they were, that they'd be done. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Chiefs stink right now. Uh, and they're a bunch of whiny a-holes on top of it. So they stink and they're whiny. Now they're just eroding and it's beautiful to watch. Uh, I mean, the Ravens are pretty good. Uh, but outside of that and the AFC, who knows? You, you get a couple of hot breaks. You never know what happens. But you asked if you bet $1,000, what would that pay? Like uh, if it's $12,000, like $125,000. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't do that. But I will tell you a story. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But but I will tell you a story about a time that I should have done that, and I would have won a lot of money, and I'd be set. Maybe set. I don't know if you'd say set, but better off than I am now, which is thousands of dollars in debt. And let's be honest, if I would have won a, a bunch of money, I probably just would have gambled that money away, too, and never took any out. You know me. But um, so Joe Burrow, when he was at LSU, the year he won the Heisman, the season before that, the summer before that, was uh, 2019, I guess so technically it would have been 2018, whatever year it was. I was in Vegas betting on hockey. Well, me and my wife went just for the fun of it, but the Blues were in the playoffs, so I made a bet for them to beat, I think it was San Jose in a playoff series. And they won, and I won like 1500 bucks. so I went back to Vegas to get the 1500 bucks. I was really hammered, and I was in line with this 1500 bucks, and I had plans of making a bet for Joe Burrow to win the Heisman. And I forgot what his odds were. But all I do know is if I would have bet like 1500 bucks on it, it would have won like $250,000. Wow. And I was in line to do that. And then for the first time in my life and the only time in my life, I said, you know what, Josh? Let's leave with money. Let's not do anything stupid. Let's leave with 1400 bucks <laughs> or whatever it was. Season starts, Burrow's lighting the world on fire, crushes Texas, crushes everybody, cruises to the Heisman. And I'm sitting there going, I could have made, I mean, look, I was going to do it. I was in line to bet $1,000 on Joe Burrow to win the Heisman. I didn't do it. So maybe you should do it, Scott, just so you leave no stone unturned. Yeah, I do remember someone winning something on the Blues when they won the Cup. Like, they bet on them in the beginning of the year, like 400 bucks. They won like 100 grand. I know yeah. there was a news story about that yeah. from someone so, here in St. Louis. That could be something. I know I wasn't the only one. I know. I know. I bet on them to win a series and won like a thousand bucks, and then, and then I should have bet on Joe Burrow, and I didn't. I tell you all that to tell you this: that you know what, you might regret not taking that risk. Now my guess is you won't, because hell, the Broncos may not even make the playoffs. As likely as they are to win the next couple of games against bad teams, they could lose those games against those bad teams. They're not great themselves, so it's certainly a risk. But you don't want to end up like me, cautionary tale. I could have been rich. 
I could have been 250,000 rich, like Joe Burrow's dad who made that same bet. He won and won 250 grand on his kid. That's badass. Wow. I didn't do it. I blew it. So. so I was looking at the beginning of that season for the Blues. It was a plus 4,000. So if he bet 400, that's the 100 grand, right? Uh, so for, that's for the yeah. Blues to win the cup at the beginning of the season. I suppose so, yeah. Wow. Well, no, if he bet 400 on plus 4,000. He would have won more, right? No, that'd be a lot less than that. Yeah. He had to have bet a lot more than 400 bucks because all that would have paid is uh, four, eight, that would have paid like 16 grand. Well, he won 100 grand is what he said. Well, I don't know. I don't need to know all the details. That was the guy who won 100 grand. Yeah. I was just figuring out how he did it. He had to, but he said he bet 400 bucks and won 100 grand. I'm sure that the odds, were, the odds were a lot like, but he could have done it during the season. Because remember, they were bad that season to start. So my guess is he bet that in the middle of the season when the odds got worse. He did. So that's what it was. Yeah. To win a hundred grand there, they were probably plus twenty five thousand or something. Wow. So because they, I mean, they fired the coach in the middle of that season, right? That's and that's when the chief came in. Am I am I wrong on that? I, I thought that was the case, right? That the, yeah, I think they did. I mean, it was a disaster. Right. They stunk Maybe at the beginning. That was the year before, though. Well, no, they stunk. All I know is they stunk. They got rid they of Hitchcock, right? Yeah. So well, they stunk, and they had long odds in the middle of the season to win the championship. But you're looking way too deep into this. I was I trying know. to get philosophical here. I know, but and now now I have a headache. You've given me a headache thinking about too many numbers now, Scott. <laughs> right, well, let's now go you're back putting to, me up. Go I'm back done. to the Broncos. I'm, I'm done with the Broncos. Broncos. They're not going to win. The division is plus 750. They're so. not going to win the division either. How do you know that? They have every chance to win that division. But they don't. They literally don't control their own destiny. Kansas City does. If Kansas City wins out, there's it doesn't matter what you do. So if now, if it came down to the Broncos, if the Broncos won out, they'd get in, I'd say take a chance because they, they control their own. All the, they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, they beat the Chargers, and they beat the Raiders. Yes, but again, but if, if Kansas City wins out. the rest of their games, they still have one more win than you. Right. I mean, you can't you, win the division if the Chiefs go 4-0. So you don't control your own destiny. So it's a big risk. You could win four in a row, and it doesn't matter if the Chiefs win four in a row. You don't win the division. They're not going to win four in a row. Who? the Chiefs. Neither will the Broncos. Now you've upset me. <laughs> now I hate both of you. Okay. G95, Josh in a show. You ain't seen nothing yet. Went to a new doctor today. Finally, huh? Yeah. Said, you know what? I got sick of the other doctor. Yeah. So I decided, hey, I'm going to go see a different guy today and thought, hey, maybe this could be the day. Maybe today is the day I finally... Uh, Get the old Jaro bumped up a little bit from 2.5 to um, to the next level. The next level's 5, then it's 7.5, then it's like 10, 12, 15. Like it just keeps going. So I go into this new doctor out in, uh, where the hell was it? I guess St. Charles. Oh. Went out to this new doctor I went to. You crossed the river. I did. Yeah. That's, where, that's and, where it happens. And I walk in, and I fill out all the paperwork, and the nurse walks in, and she goes, you're on Manjaro, huh? How long you been on that? I said, oh, about since July. Why in the hell are you only on 2.5 still? And I said, that's what I said. That's why I'm here to see you. Because my other doctor would not bump me up. He said no. He and? said, go do meth is what he told me to do. Did you tell that doctor that? I did. What did he say? They said, this, oh, that's a weird thing to say. I said, yeah, it is because this guy's a weirdo. I mean, so, his name is Buttface. So yeah, that's, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> So I went in, and uh, they said, I bet you the doctor bumps you up. I said, I'm good. He better. I came all the way out here. <laughs> I had to schlep my ass all the way from Kirkwood, Missouri to come over here. So, so what happened? Do you know yet or no? Oh, yeah, he's bumping me up. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to 
be a lean, mean fighting machine. He said, we'll just keep on going. If you lose weight, we'll bump you up. You know, and I told him, no, I'll get in the gym and I'll tighten up. I'll look good. <laughs> going for that six pack with yeah, me this year? Yeah, yeah, just like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I finally got bumped up in the Manjaro. I've gone from 2.5 to 5. Guy called it in and it's ready to go. So this weekend, when I right in the stomach, that's going to be double what I've been normally doing. So if I... I'm sorry if I look like half of this come Monday. I mean, you'll know why. <laughs> it just sucks it out. It of just you. does right there. It's like they grab a proton pack, like the Ghostbusters, and it just sucks the fat right out of me. I probably lost ten pounds this weekend. Different reasons. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's called binge and purge. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a, a problem. It's a very healthy alternative <laughs> to what you're doing. Like I don't even get that anymore. Like again, I was drinking this weekend yesterday. I actually had some heavier beers on Saturday because um, we, you know, we went out to the liquor store, you know, and I bought a bunch of holiday beers, you know, 7.5, 8% types. Oh, this one's chocolate cherry. This one's peppermint. And, the, and they were all great, but I only drink a couple of them, and that's good, you know. Man, but once I get the bush light or the Coors light, like you it, can crush it's them. two gulps. I put it in a solo cup, two gulps, I'm done. And then it's on to the next one. And before you know it, sitting there watching 12 hours of football, I probably had 18, 19 Coors Lights. Didn't feel a damn thing. I think that's a problem. But what are you going to do? It's so tasty. <laughs> Don't judge yourself. Speaking of beer also, tell you that Bush beer hits different when you're at the actual brewery. I went to Brewery Lights this uh, weekend. Yeah. Boy, it was pretty. Looked good. I you know, met some, some I met A. Clydesdale. He was nice. You know, I've never been to the brewery. Really? Yeah. God, there's a smell about it. Like the, 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 the hops. Oh, it's, oh, it's rough. No, it smells great. You like the smell of that? I oh, do. Oh, oh no. no, like the like the barley and stuff. I mean, what is it? Someone let me know what that, that smell I'm smelling is. But it smells fantastic. I hate that smell. Oh, really? I think it's the hops, if I'm I, not mistaken. But but I was walking outside looking at the lights, and you just smell. All, is it like the yeast made? No, yes. something like that. It's it whatever. Smells one of the great. You guys don't like that smell? No. Oh, it smells so good, man. It just like engulfs me. I get high from it. Oh. I did. I was like, <laughs> I was like just snorting it. You were sniffing it. I, I mean, it was so sniffing good. Sniffing the smell. God, I know that there's other people that agree with me on this, though. But I mean, like, I'm out there and there's pretty lights and horses and the Clydesdales. And here comes the king and there's Mick Ultra and there's Bush Light and there's Budweiser and Bud Light and all the delicious stuff. And it was great, and then I, and then you hit that that smell, and it's just amazing, man. Could be that I'm a drunk. I don't know. But <laughs> well, I, I am, and I can tell you, I don't like that smell. <laughs> well, Coach, I didn't ask you. And he's got uh, he's got a sniffer too. It's, it's one of his uh, heightened senses That's that he right. has, being that he's in the no cone zone. <laughs> no cone zone. So, uh, anyway, if anybody can let me know what that smell is, I need to go back to brewery school again. I, I, I did get a diploma from brewery school the last time I took the tour. Oh. And I don't know if you knew this, it's a very difficult thing to obtain to get a, a beer school uh, degree, but I did get one. I'm a one. brewery school dropout. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> can never finish anything. <laughs> oh, my God. KC95, hello. Hello. Hey. Hey, you might have been smelling the rendering plant. I don't know what the hell it was I was smelling, but it smelled great. Did you say the rear end plant? The, the rendering. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All right, then. Well, I guess I should get back to more rock and roll. That's what we're here for, after all. Metallica on KC. <laughs> 95 Josh and his show, The Unforgiven. 
Go to the phones here. Hello, Casey. Hey, uh, once again, you did not drink 18 or 19 beers, dude. I did. There's no way. Why? Yeah. How is that not possible? half empty cans later on. You're full of shit. You did not. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Not in one setting, you didn't. So you don't think that over the course of 12 hours I could drink 19 beers? No, I don't think so. Why? You'd be passed out by that. It's, it's, it's physically impossible, dude. You're it's not, gonna not drink physically beers. impossible to do. Andre the Giant used to You're drink barrels. You didn't do it, dude. What? You didn't do it. Okay? I did. Maybe in this little fantasy world of yours you did, but not in reality. Thank you. <laughs> all right, first of all, caller. <laughs> I've done it in a single setting for years. And I weigh 185 pounds. We, these are the things that we brag about around here. It's all we got. Well, it's I mean, the guy's wrong. I mean, I couldn't it. do it. Well, you're okay. But I'm smaller. You are. What are you like? What do you weigh? Like 150? Uh, well, no, I'm like 190. Oh, you're like 190. Yeah, but I'm 5'8. Okay. <laughs> I'm six foot three, 308 pounds. Okay. And this is domestic beer. As much as I enjoy it, it might as well be water, okay? So over the course, and I started drinking at about one something yesterday and stopped at around midnight. So if you really do the math on that, you're looking at like, what, a beer and a half per uh, hour? Like, that's, that's, listen, my dog could do that. That's a baby, like literally a small child could do that. I don't know oh, why this guy has it out for you. I don't so know. Bad. I don't understand. It's weird to sit here and brag about this. Like it's not something to be overly proud of. I mean, yeah, it's going to go on my headstone, but <laughs> I'm not like ridiculously proud of it by any means. But like you sit around and watch. I watched the early games, the afternoon games and the night game. How many hours is that combined? That's at least 10, 11 hours. Yes. Then I watched the Santa Claus 2 on Disney Plus after that. And drank beer. I bought an 18-pack of Coors uh, Light, and I had like seven or eight like kind of straggler beers in there. I had like some extra Coors, some Bush Lights and stuff, and Jilly drank a couple of ciders. Um, I, look, the idea that I can't drink 18 beers, again, I'm not trying to brag about this because it's not that impressive. A lot of people can do it. But to be so angry over a dude saying he drank 18 beers over the course of like 12 hours... I mean, let's go. People, why are people blowing up no, the phones they got on something this? to say? Uh, KC95, hello. Hey. Hey. Who am I talking to? This is Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey, brother. You tell that uh, boy that can't handle that much. I drank fucking 15 to 20 beers uh, per day. You don't every say. Day. And hey. So, hey, apparently he's not a drinker. No, he ain't a man. I know that. There are women that could do 18 beers. Dainty little sprite-like women. He said it was physically impossible. What? It is not physically impossible. And that guy proved that it is very possible. Couldn't you tell? That man had 15 <laughs> beers today. He's 12 in already. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, the day is young, my friend. <laughs> tell that boy to shut his hole. <laughs> KC95, Hello. Yeah, I just call that guy's an idiot. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love our listeners, man. They're degenerates just like we are. Uh, KC95, hello. Yeah, I know people who drink 30 packs in one night. Yeah, you know what we call those? Men. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. I, that's that's next Saturday. KC95, hello. Hey, Josh. Hey, hey man, that, that dude that said you couldn't drink that much beer, he probably drinks Zima. Zima, no doubt. You know, totally drink Zima. Although, I tried Zima for the first time as a joke a couple years ago. 
so gross. It, it is not, not a tasty one. They no. still make that? Oh, yeah. Really? You know what I saw this weekend? Mad Dog 2020 oh. in a can. Oh, no. It was with, like, the Trulies and the Twisted oh. Teas and all that. That's no good. I'm like, oh, my. And this goes back to why you threw up uh, <laughs> 20 times. KC95, hello. Hello, this is Josh in the show. Yeah, what's up? Hello? Hello. She was just checking. She's like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) I was just a lie. (laughs) I was just a wonder. (laughs) KC95, hello. Hey, Josh, what's going on, bro? Hey, bud. That guy with the beer thing, he is a moron. Um, I wrecked on 18 on work night, and I'm fresh to daisy next morning. Me too, bro. That's what I did. It was a work night. I went out there. I got up this morning. Ready to go. See, it's the shots that got me then. For oh, sure. Yeah. Well, uh, th- listen, I would have been a lot drunker had any of my bets hit. Because every time <laughs> one of my bets hits, I do a shot. Oh, Well, man. I only had to do one shot yesterday because <laughs> I had like 11 misses. So <laughs> I, I was as sober as a priest on Sunday. <laughs> if a priest has 18 Coors Lights so, and then watches the Santa Claus too, <laughs> It's pretty sober. <laughs> anyway. This will sober you up. It's Journey. Don't stop believing. <laughs> Don't stop believing. I didn't stop believing that one day my Manjaro would be raised. And then it was. And now here I am. Josh in his show. Josh Scott and Coach. You want to hear some interesting drinking facts about Andre the Giant? Yes. Now, it's important to note that Andre the Giant was a, a very large man, like seven feet four and over 500 pounds. I am not seven feet four and 500 pounds. I am six foot three and about 300 pounds. So he's got about a foot on me and about 200 pounds. That said, to the guy who said, oh, it's impossible to drink 18, 19 beers. He said it's physically impossible. Maybe for a dainty Sprite like yourself, but not for a grown ass man like me. Now, I don't know if that's going to be the case once I lose all this weight on Manjaro. But let me give you some Andre the Giant drinking facts. So Andre the Giant at one point quit drinking, okay? He was at 475 pounds. But during this period, he would still drink three to five bottles of wine at dinner. Three to five bottles of wine just at dinner. Okay, that's Andre the Giant. Now, here's one that's really impressive. You think drinking 18, 19 beers in 12 hours is something, which it really is. That's baby stuff. That's what I do. That's just common man stuff. Andre the Giant once drank 119 beers in six hours. Oh, my God. 119 beers in six hours. That's 12-ounce beers. Wow. Basically, that means he drank a 12-ounce beer every three minutes for six solid hours. a boy. <laughs> At one point, he drank an entire plane dry. Drank all the vodka on the plane. He drank a case of wine in three hours. So that's 12 bottles. So in three hours, my man's had 12 bottles of wine. <laughs> and he once drank 40 vodka tonics. Oh, my and gosh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What Dude, have you it? ever watched the documentary about Andre the Giant? No. It's on HBO Max. Dude, so I mean, like being seven foot four, five hundred pounds is not an easy life. 
This dude would have to poop in bathtubs. Like, he couldn't sit on toilets. Imagine being on a cross, you know, a, a continental flight. Like, say, he had to fly to Japan, for instance, to go wrestle. Yeah. He couldn't sit on a common bathroom, uh, plain bathroom. He couldn't, he couldn't fit. even fit through the door. No, so, like, they'd have to put up curtains and he'd have to poop in buckets. <laughs> and I imagine that if you did that, like, I mean, if you're seven foot four, 500 pounds, these aren't, like, common little person turds here. <laughs> like, these are, like, mere mortal poops. These are, like, <laughs> like horse, like, like someone would have to walk behind him with a shovel and a bucket like it's a parade <laughs> and the Clydesdales are out. Like, I mean, that would have to be what that's like. Like, that Ugh. sucks. And, like, you couldn't find beds that fit you. They'd have to put multiple beds together. You'd have to take up three seats on an airplane. Ugh. Like, it's a pain in the ass. But he could drink. That he could. I want to hang with that guy. <laughs> it almost seems like it's impossible to hang with that guy if you're trying to keep up. Yeah, I would. guy do. drank 12 bottles of wine in three hours. I know, right? wonder if he felt drunk. I, that's a good question. Like, what did it take to actually get him feeling like he was hammered? That If I had a chance to talk to the guy, obviously I can't. But, like, if you talk to someone who knew him and was around him a lot... Like, how, what would be that line where he'd finally start being drunk? Was he was he an easy drunk to just keep going? But, yeah, right. but like, I, well, it's funny. It only took him four bottles of wine, and he was feeling pretty tipsy. <laughs> he was getting a... <laughs> Everybody in the club getting tipsy. He was getting, it only took him half a case, and then he started to feel it a little bit. <laughs> but, no, it's fascinating. That, that reading stories about Andre the Gi uh, Giant and his pooping and his drinking. It's fascinating. You should watch the documentary. I think it's on HBO Max. All right, here's a good one. The Hollies. Long, cool woman in a black dress. I like this one. This is good stuff right here. Turn this one up loud. It's KC95. Got it G95, the Eagles, take it easy. They'll be in town next year for their farewell tour. But who knows if it's even really a farewell tour. Just ask Foreigner. <laughs> because who knows? Ask anybody that's been a classic rock artist. They never actually leave. Uh, speaking of the Eagles, though, this guy brought us a bunch of CDs for this band called um, The Wild Feathers. And they've been around a while. They've been around like a decade. I've never heard of them, but... Um, you have, right, yes, Scott? I have heard of them. So this guy brought us a bunch of their CDs, and he's like, man, if you like like the Eagles and stuff, these guys kind of sound like the Eagles. So I put one of their CDs in here. They're burn CDs. I didn't even know burn CDs still existed. <laughs> but they do, apparently. Uh, let's see here. Let me turn this on, and we'll listen to a little bit and see if it's any good. Let's see. This is the Wild Feathers is what they're called. It's not the Eagles. I was going to say, I'm not hearing Eagles. No, did he say? He also said he wrote like he Sister said they're the Hazel. next Eagles. The next Eagles, huh? Eh. Maybe he meant like harmony wise. Maybe you didn't say they were going to sound exactly like the Eagles, but. Right. I was reading some story about these guys that said they have very good Eagles like harmonies.
Yeah, Generally speaking, when people bring you CDs at uh, remotes, it's not good. It's like, hey, man, I got my band. <laughs> it's really terrible. This is a legit band. It's pretty good. Did you post a picture of that CD the guy brought that was signed by our buddy? Well, it was a, dude, that was a record. That was a vine. That was a forty-five. Oh, that was that's the George right. Casey boy, forty-five. Yeah. yeah, I can do that too. That was our friend George Casey. Uh, let me see. Let me play another one here. See what these sound like. The Wild Feathers is what this band is called. Guy brought us a CD. I said, "All right, I'll listen to some of it. Why not?" I think Marty is meeting with somebody in his office, so he's not listening, so he doesn't know that I'm straying from the format for four minutes to listen to some CD that somebody brought. They're definitely alty. It's an alt band. Yes. Kind of reminds me of Kings of Leon. Kind of. Well, they came out in 2013, which is kind of like Kings of Leon era. That was kind of the sound. Yeah. Kings of Leon were pretty good. Yeah, they were. Um, I guess Kings of Leon were a little earlier than 2013, but you get the point. All right, so there's that one. Here, another one. These guys are good. I dig this. Got a good sound. Holy cow, this is an eight-minute song. I'll skip that. Um, (laughs) We get enough of those already. Uh... See what this this one's got Eaglesy sounds already. Sounds the same, all the yeah, songs. But, I, but you yeah. know what? A lot of bands, all their stuff sounds the same. You know it's their style. It's pretty good. You know, I mean, look, again, when you get handed CDs at remotes, usually it's some guy who recorded something in his garage and he thinks he's going to make it. It's this, some band called Scotty. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> that's what, what it is. is. <laughs> no, these guys actually put out a CD. They actually wrote songs. Scotty hasn't done that yet. Modern Day Zero just showed up to point remotes and said, here, check this out. (laughs) Oh, if you only knew. (laughs) We gave Tommy so much blow to play our CD. So back then, Tommy wasn't at the point. Mm-hmm. And there was another guy there. We actually sat outside his office for like four hours until he let us talk to him and we gave him a well, CD. That's kind of cool because that's the way it used to be. Yeah. Now, everybody, yeah. you can put your songs out anywhere and people can find them, you know? Right. Like, you know the song uh, Flagpole Sitta by yeah. Harvey Danger? Like, this dude, Harvey Danger, the I guess I say the dude, it's the name of the band, but the dude that was Harvey Danger would just stand outside this radio station in Seattle and wait and, like, hand his stuff out to the DJ. And eventually they played it. And that became a pretty iconic 90s alt rock song song flagpole said it did so right. like those stories are cool like now you put out a people see your stuff on tiktok and it's instant people can find it back when you had to take the time to put out like a burn cd or a cassette and wait and give it to someone like the dudes in airheads yeah you know, like that's kind of how it was <laughs> totally. you know but totally. uh yeah i'm dead that's cool anyway uh i thought that was pretty good i'd listen to that so now you know. That was just given to us by a guy. He gave us four burn CDs. Oh, and thank you to Jim Quigley for dropping off Snickerdoodles today. Hey. I forgot to thank him for yeah. that. Well, thanks, Jim Quigley. Yeah, he for brought us some cookies. They were damn good. Well, thank you. They were nice and moist. See, not everybody brings us pictures of rotting toast. <laughs> some people do good things. KG95, Josh and his show. Josh, Scott, Coach. Today uh, is 
Oh, it's Terry Gar's birthday today. Oh, Dude, Terry birthday. Gar in Young Frankenstein, so hot. Black and white, obviously, but like so hot. What knockers? Uh, thank you, doctor. Uh, she uh, smoking hot in that. She's a hot chick. She was the obviously the uh, the wife in Mr. Mom, which is one of my favorite movies ever. But Terry Gar, very sexy. How old is she? Seventy six now. Oh, she's got MS now too. A lot of these uh, these people, they get the, the the MS or the Parkinson's. It's no good. Uh, but Terry Gar was smoking hot in Young Frankenstein and Mr. Mom. It's also. David Gates' birthday. David Gates is uh, one of the founding members and the singer for a band called Bread. Well, I've heard of Bread. Bread oh, had yeah. some bangers. Yeah. Most notably, my favorite of their bangers is the the guitar man. <laughs> That's a banger. You know, Mark Close's band plays the guitar man. So if you ever oh, see really? Close Quarters, they play the guitar man. It's a good jam, man. Who draws the crowd and plays so loud? Baby, it's the, the guitar, guitar man. man. Yeah, while well, uh, Mark's back there hitting those drums. I don't think he's a drumming lead singer, though. I think that Mark has a lead singer for Close Quarters, which is really a power move when the band's named after you, but you're not even the lead singer. It's kind of like Van Halen. Yeah. I mean, that's legendary is what He controls is. it. Yeah. You run things from the drum. The drum sets the tempo for the songs, and he runs it, so he probably handles all the business side of probably it. Probably so. It's close quarters. It's not whatever the Jamoke lead singer's name is, quarters. No, it's close quarters with a K. It's his brother. Yeah. Tom <laughs> Close. It's Tom Close. <laughs> and he runs the ship, buddy. <laughs> you are wrong. Forget about it. <laughs> Why don't you collab with Close Quarters and maybe write a couple hey, of songs? There you go. Close Quarters and Scotty. And featuring Lane Scotty. Yeah, like you can do Lane Narrows and all yeah. that. Great now, fire. they all do covers, though. You're trying to write original stuff. This you is know, true. You know what's going to be funny is when the pig rose rolls around and Lane Narrows does play and you don't. Why would that be funny? It'd be funny because <laughs> Lane Narrows like, learns not even actually on the radio station that often. You're sitting here. She's still bigger than I am. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> She's not even Her here voice anymore. is heard more on the radio station than ours are. <laughs> Whenever they're like, we need someone to endorse our product. They're like, what about Learn or John Eulett? They're like, they don't even work here full time. And they're like, well, who does? Scott. They're like, we're going to go with Learn. <laughs> Anyway, so have you written any of your uh, your songs? Yeah, if you are you working on it legitimately? Don't lie yes, to me. I am working on it legitimately. Now, Scott, don't because I'm going to make Marty hold to his word, I and that's going to be a whole nother conversation. Because he'd be like, "Oh, I thought it was just a bit, and you guys were kidding." And no, you know, sticks won't allow it. They don't like <laughs> sticks. Said we will never play on the same stage as Scotty. They've said this. <laughs> Kelly Hansen heard you guys talking trash on him. He said you guys can't play. We're like, no, it was Favon. <laughs> And us, we love Kelly Hansen. I wouldn't even throw him under the bus and be like, you're damn right, reward. What's this two-year farewell crap? What is your uh, writer going to be? Like, say you get your songs written and they let oh, you we'll play. we'll have to write that. We'll do it. Yeah, yeah we yeah, should do you that. Should get, you should uh, have, like, a Springsteen-level writer. Yeah, and I need to... <laughs> <laughs> I need to talk to everybody in the band, make sure they got their drink of choice. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't be a good thing for me to drink prior. American honey. <laughs> All the American honey one can handle. A fifth of American honey every 15 minutes until showtime. Then one every 10. <laughs> 
What's the name of your band? Ralph! <laughs> oh, my God. So, but do you at least have something going? Yes. You yeah, do. I actually have a bunch of ideas, so hopefully I can get through them. I'm no. serious, though. I think, so I don't know. They might be good. They might not. I don't know. I'm going to give it a when I say it. It's going to be different than what someone's expecting, I would think. It's going to be coherent? It, well, yeah. If they're <laughs> if they're thinking like modern day zero, they're thinking wrong. Oh, keep them guessing. Yes. When they zig, we zag. Yes, totally. Rainbow now on Cation. All right. Welcome to the Army, Augustus Dennis of Fletcher, Missouri. Of course, it's brought to you by Seavers Equipment and Seavers JCB. Augustus likes the AD show, Jenna, and the Josh Ennis show. Hey! How about that? Hey. That's my kind of guy. We got to mention. Augustus is a father of one and comes from a family of seven. That sounds like not great. Although, I mean, with all my stepsisters and everything, I'm probably somewhere. Former stepsisters, current step-siblings, real sister, real half-brother. I got like, I guess technically I have like seven siblings too. But if you don't pay any attention to them, it's like they're not real. My dad was one of seven. Well, I mean, it's not uncommon, I guess. He was a good guy. I mean, nothing against this guy. Just because he, he's got seven siblings. Hey, like, what, are you trying to brag? You're trying to one-up our friend Augustus here? He's the youngest of five brothers. Hey, Learn just walked down the hall. We should just let her come in and do an hour. People yeah. be thrilled. Hey, there's Scotty. Hey, 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 look. Rich showing everybody. Uh, but anyway, uh, Augustus plays golf when he can and has been a fly fisherman all his life. There you go. Hey, look, the Riz Show's here. Yeah, I know. Look at that. Hi, buddy. Look at this. We got yes. something. Hold on. We got genuine celebs in here. Guys. Hi. What's going on, Riz? How are you, bud? Are you downstairs to the, uh, to the party? No, I got to work. <laughs> also, we, oh, I, would, I would think you throw on like you know, Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> no, that, that's Any literally Metallica song, and we're clear. That's literally just every day that we do that. <laughs> we, every day, on, you know, it's like Pink Floyd for you know two and a half hours, Dark Side of the Moon, followed by the Wall, and then come downstairs. Yeah, then Marty will bitch. It'll be a whole deal. <laughs> so we have to work. But uh, yeah, how are you guys? Look Doing at you, well. you guys. And then I wouldn't call this a party. There's two drinks that they're giving you for free, so it's not like a real oh, party. Yeah, when the boss gets liquored up enough, <laughs> he throws a credit card down. Ah, see, you I've been, I've been held to. to I know, but I've been held to two drinks, so I don't fall out of the bar. <laughs> well, Scott, Tommy, well, Tommy, the boss liquored up enough. He's going to take out the corporate card, <laughs> and he's going to go. Drinks are on over. Oh. Well, that's for people that have 15 shares. For us, <laughs> oh, we have to buy, we have to buy his book. <laughs> we get. Stop. Water. It. Go on. <laughs> and it's in the jug in the corner. Go help yourself. Well, how are you guys? Everything's good? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's great holidays. We yeah. just saw you. I figured I'd say hi. Oh, hi. Hey. How you doing, buddy? And we don't get to see you because he's like, he's early. Like, uh, do you I'm want stuff bed. like delivered to you guys? There's oh, heavy me... appetizers downstairs. Heavy appetizers? What is a heavy appetizer? <laughs> if they're too heavy, don't carry them up. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> we'll don't come, put we'll yourself out. Back, you know. <laughs> It's got to be like raviolis and stuff oh, like that. That's yeah, a restaurant downstairs, too. Yeah. Maybe they just meant a lot, and they just chose the wrong word instead of heavy. They should have just No, said. I think they mean like they're, they're appetizers, but not quite like... I don't know, not like cheese and crackers types, but like like a meatball on a toothpick. Yeah. Probably that yeah. most jolly, huh? Yeah. So <laughs> that's not an appetizer. That's a... But see, sometimes they put it in the appetizer like, like buffet line where you just take a little... Muscacholi and well, I am looking forward to it. <laughs> I can tell. Let me ask you, somebody hey, up. So right. you've been how long have you been with Hubbard? Uh how long has the point been owned by Hubbard? Five years now. Five years. Was the Christmas party ever actually a party or has it always been heavy I hors d'oeuvres? First year was at Top Golf. Oh, see, that's oh. fun. 
top. We wouldn't be able to go because we're here. Yeah, but still. Um, was, that and was there was there more than you know a two free drink thing or yeah I think it was <laughs> see now we're living see they learned are. their lesson they know that we're all a bunch of degenerates no my, my memory from the first uh, from the first one we had just gotten here so the point was just bought by Hubbard and uh, there was somebody here on the staff I'm not going to mention uh, <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know anybody you know very well here so this person came like I was uh, uh, just standing there and they came up and started rubbing my back. And then scratching my back. Oh, that's nice. No, it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> okay. It sounded good to me because he was a very large man. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to throw this person off the top deck. Really. I'm a personal space kind of guy. Oh, I like a back scratch. I don't know what to tell you. From a, ra from a rando? Yeah. Dude, have you ever met Casey people? That's all they do is randomly come up and scratch your back. Oh, yes, God. they oh, do. Oh, let me ask you a quick question. I then so I'll skeeve down. Yes. Then I'll let you go drink and have fun uh, while we work. advertisers, yes. Um, so <laughs> a person came up to us on Friday at the blood drive, this woman who wanted a free T-shirt for giving blood, but she didn't want to give blood, and her husband was supposed to. But that morning, he had randomly had two toes amputated. Mm. She then took out her phone to prove that he had two toes amputated and showed me the toes pre-amputation. Gnarly. Yeah. What is the weirdest thing a listener has ever shown you like that? Like, these people think, like, they never shut up. They just keep going and they tell you their whole life story. Have you ever had fungus-ridden, gangrene toes oh, shown to you on I'd a phone? I'd rather see that than what, uh, what a, a messed up toilet bowl. Oh. Like, people have sent those over. Oh, that's no good. Well, that's the kind of Look show what that I you did. produce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look what I made. And, um, I'd, I'd much rather see the amputated toe, I'll be honest with you. I told her to bring the toes in and we'll get her shirt. <laughs> she did. She so, didn't. Would she you rather see an amputated toe or... But it wasn't even amputated. They were still on his yeah, foot. Yeah, these were like gnarly, like uh, on they his were foot. Oh, it was, was like green and yellow. From and what? So the guy Diabetes. had a callus and he yeah. tried to cut it off with a buck knife. Oh, and it got and it infected. Infected. Oh, man. But what makes a person want to show you that? Like, hey, I really need this T-shirt, brother. And they're like, just here's proof. Well, like, what you you know, Casey is a community. <laughs> it, <laughs> is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Thank you, Riz. <laughs> We're disrupting the community. <laughs> <laughs> See you, bud. See you, brother. All right. Have fun. KSH. KG95, Josh and his show, Rush. Uh, so I told you that my Manjaro's going up, baby. I'm going up to five and then 7.5. They were taking it all the way to the White House. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. I figured you'd get that raised if you just went to a different doctor. And I did, and it was yeah. a blessing. But if you want to know what the uh, semaglutide life is about, become a Manjaro. Premier you could be for you. You should reach out to them, man. They kick ass, man. I'm telling you, this... This Manjaro is a game changer. Like, I'm talking to my doctor about it. He's like, you realize, you know, you're going to lose a lot of weight now that you're moving up. Like, you're going to look like a different person. That BMI is going to go down. You're going to be, like, you know, different. I told him, you know what? I'm going to get my ass into the gym once I start losing this weight so I can keep it tight. Because you do, there's a chance. Like, you you know, sometimes, like, your bone density can go down and stuff like that if you lose too much weight. You they can lose muscle mass, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I think I might go back to, like, I used to go to this nine-round I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's a kickboxing gym. No, I did a kickboxing school at one time, too. And I'll tell you what, that was the most fun working out that I've ever totally. had. Totally. Like, I yeah. can't work out, like, on a treadmill. Like, I'm like, this is stupid. But, like, when you're punching punching bags and kicking and all that, you're like, yeah. This yeah. is nice. I feel it, like a man. It's a full body. It is. So I'm going to do that mixed with that semaglutide and everything. I'm going to be living the, the dream, man. But uh, for just, for as low as $3.99 a month... 
you reach out to Premier U. That's Premier, the letter U, med.com. Reach out to them for just uh, about $3.99 a month. You can have the Ozempic and Manjaro generic equivalents, and it can really change your life, man. Like, look, if you're fat like me and you want to change the game for you and get healthier, I mean, we talk about Marty all the time. I mean, bless his heart, he's an a-hole, but he at least, you know, is a skinny a-hole now. It's made him more of an a-hole. He's lost weight. He's become, he's like, I'm too good looking for this place. I'm thinking about modeling. <laughs> so if you want to do that, you can do it. 618-750-LIFE is the number. And of course, premiere the letter U med.com. And I know all you folks, a lot of you are going to say, I need to lose weight in 2024. This is like guaranteed to lose weight. Yeah. So, And then go ahead and stack it with the uh, testosterone on top of it. More decreased weight and belly fat. Yeah. Increased energy. Better focus. Yep. So Increased sex drive. Yeah. Look good, feel good, and perform. And you look. And you want to look good while you're having sex. I mean, because I, I feel bad sometimes when I, I mean, look at me and my wife, she's very small relative to me and she probably like gets suffocated. Like one day if I'm making love to her, she may die. <laughs> Not I'll anymore. Like, You're going to be like, skinny. Wake up. I'll like nudge her with my nose like a dog. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> she, no, she's dead. Uh, 618-750-LIFE. They're in Swansea and uh, South County. Uh, and the website, Premier, the letter U, med.com. Click on that Manjarbro link and let's be Manjarbros. All right, now. Uh, the the station Christmas party that we just talked about is going on downstairs, a company Christmas party. I can't go because someone's got to be up here at work. We got to do traffic and all that kind of stuff that involves sponsors. So I cannot go to this party. But Coach can. So we're going to send Coach down there to, to give us updates and let us know all the fun that the, that they're having. I'm going to tell on you people. Yeah. <laughs> He's you going know. down there monitor for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be, I'm, my ears are going to be glued. Yeah. They, they, they think, oh, there's the unsuspecting blind man. Oh, like, no. Oh, no. You'll hear all and you'll report back to us and let us know what people are saying. Uh, exactly. All right. So uh, we're going to send Coach down there after we do uh, traffic here and he'll give us updates throughout the rest of the afternoon on how... The two free drink Christmas party is going. <laughs> hey, Coach, before you get too hammered on those two free drinks, you got a traffic update for me? Uh, nope. All right, cool. Well, uh, traffic's brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, work western hiking, biker, and fashion. Fenton, St. Peter's, and Chuck'sBoots.com. KG Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and insulation. Get double carrier cool cash rebates up to 3500 on a new HVAC system. Details at aircomfortservice.com. 33 for the low tonight. 50 for the high tomorrow. Yeah. Sunny, it's 50 now. All right, we got more rock coming up. KC95. KC95, Tom Petty, Mary Jane's Last Dance, Josh and Scott, Josh in a show. Greetings. So uh, you have delivered Coach to the uh, two free drink Christmas party downstairs. Yes. And I got my tickets. Well, what tickets are those? Drink tickets. Oh, boy. Yeah, Coach didn't have to wait long. I got him in there and Gina saw him and boom, he had a beer. I got two tickets. Carolyn was nice enough to give us. <laughs> if if Gina ever you know gets into blind guys, I think Coach has an end. <laughs> they have a, a special relationship. They do. They Coach do. loves her. Uh, let's try to call Coach and see what the situation is down at the party down there. All the big Hubbard big wigs, all the important people. You know, Tommy is down there. Um, I would imagine Marty is there. John's uh, there. The Rizzuto show is there. They're the most important radio show in town. Now they bring in all the big bucks. We're just these schmoes. Uh, let's see. Let's give Coach a buzz. <laughs> he probably won't answer us. He's like, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm drinking and talking to my ladies. He's probably the life of the party. What if we do get big time to my coach? 
He's like, no, boys, I'm having a party. Wonder if he'll hear it. <laughs> well, with all that Christmas music. His hearing, he's probably listening to his phone right now. Who is this? <laughs> Hello? Coach! Yes, can you hear me? I can hear you, Coach. What's going on at the party? It is. I'm sitting here talking to John Kiowski and Tony, our computer expert. <laughs> it is It is apparently Jersey Day. Oh, yeah, you're supposed to wear a jersey to the party. Yes, so there's a lot of blues. It's Tarasenko. He said John's wearing a Bob Gibson. Mike Ryder of 101 ESPN is wearing a actually a Beavis and Butthead jersey. Oh, well, there you go. You can believe that. Let's see. There's a Bad News Bears. Moon from Greek Fire and the point is wearing a uh, Mighty Ducks jersey. So we've got a lot of jersey scenery around here. And a whole lot of conversation. I really? can't really eavesdrop. There's so many people talking. Well, they all come talk to you. They all love you. They're, they're interested in what you have to say. Well, Tony's been sitting across from me since I sat down. Well, Tony never shuts up. Let's be honest. Like, once you get into <laughs> a conversation with Tony, but, he doesn't stop. <laughs> and so, yeah, this is kind of the story. There are a lot of people in this room. I mean, a lot. And I would say everybody but you two in the fast lane are here because there are a ton of people. Well, we have to work. Someone's got to keep the damn lights on up here and keep the station on the air. We don't get to go drink and have fun. It's a shame that I can't do some of that for you, to be honest, but I'll just sit my beer and toast you. Here's to the show. <laughs> Gee, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Coach. Coach. See ya. He's such a nice... He thought of us. He did. <laughs> Don't. I love how he explains everything he's seen. <laughs> he ain't seen nothing. All right. How about Skinner? Skashy.